Hello, thank you for joining me. <laughs> thank you for joining me for this um, podcast. And um, interesting times, of course. It's always something going on in our human experience that is duly noted historically. A lot of happenings in various locations around the world. And so we want to continue to keep Pacific regions in prayer, especially in Israel and Ukraine and also in Russia and the Americas and the States and Africa. <laughs> There's places all over the world uh, having a great shaking. There's a lot happening on the ground. People are frustrated and there are many in their hearts want to be free from oppression. And then there are those who may not recognize not only do they want to be free from physical oppression, but they would like to be free from spiritual oppression. Let me say this, that not everyone's oppressed. Okay? It's not, um, there are those who experience, however, extreme oppression because they're held captive, they're indentured servants, and um, they're a part of a slave class, a slave labor class. Now things are definitely changing, especially with the advancement of AI in more developed countries taking over <laughs> jobs, more jobs as more jobs and more jobs and more jobs and that whole that opens up a whole nother conversation but what i'm trying to address just briefly opening up the broadcast is that yeah there's a great shaking happening all around the world and people are experiencing this great shaking happening within their governmental system and it trickles down to their human experience because there's policies and agendas being set um around them so that affects sometimes their human experience and then you got to add in just their human interactions in general with the people around them and their, who they associate with uh so yeah it's called life and uh, <laughs> and this generation is facing its own obstacles barriers and difficulties and my hope is that we can get through this humanity can get through this uh, difficult season and transition uh, together, unified, not a counterfeit unity against the Almighty, but uh, unity that recognizes the authority of and majesty of God, the creator of all life, seen and unseen, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, and his Son that he sent to deliver humanity from both sin and death who crushed the head of the house of the wicked. And we see this uh, playing out on the world stage where we have people completely giving themselves over to evil, giving themselves over to hurting other people, causing other people pain for gain. And our hope, and I share this before in other broadcasts, this very, I turn to this passage often to remind myself how glorious it is to be to bear good fruit and how helpful it is to bear good fruit. Good fruit is good works, helping people thrive and grow um, and reach their full potential. 
When the righteous take authority, the people rejoice. When the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. So we're seeing this now. A bunch of mourning. People are hurting. And that's why I said a special prayer in the name of Jesus for those um, who are hurting. And when we start caring and treat others the way we would like to be treated, I think the world would be a better place. Um, a lot of people like, for instance, there's a phrase, you will uh, own nothing and be happy. Well, would you like to experience, okay, you are, you have monetary influence over the world. Of course, that doesn't apply to them. People who, who may run around talking about depopulation and stuff, and they get away with it. I think I mentioned this on the podcast, but, okay, someone who uh, <laughs> doesn't have the monetary influence um, that can impact the entire population world okay just just a regular everyday person going around saying hmm i think there's too many people breathing maybe we can invent something to eliminate the population off the planet wouldn't that just and and, and then ev everything would be just wonderful wouldn't wouldn't you say and you'll say wow this person is a psychopath they're psychotic there's something um wrong with them they're wicked they need to be locked up and put away and thrown away the key they're talking about there's too many people breathing and there needs to be uh t uh less uh, of of humanity on the planet it's it almost like it sounds like a demon talking like it's, it's a demonic or evil or wicked type of thing to say so uh um that's why murderers are locked away and some of them are even killed because of their wicked deeds uh, if you look at some of the horrific serial killers that walk up, walk around the street. But I, I suppose if you have monetary uh, influence, sometimes generational, you can go about on a world stage and proclaim such things in a very elegant, seemingly educational fashion um, or displaying some intellect or something like that. Very elegantly and palatable uh way these this is uh <laughs> often worded that basically there's too many people being you look at the georgia guidestones it's like my body my choice it's like, oh yeah remember that <laughs> um so yeah you could see this campaign this aggressive campaign against humanity growing and growing growing and growing um it's just this campaign to wipe humanity off the map either wipe us completely off the map before we're ever even born or it's to um to eliminate us or dilute our humanity um by alternate biologically biologically alter our human existence um and then you could say oh well and then transhumanism comes into the to play but i'm not going to go into those topics what i want to offer is encouragement especially during these times where the world is experiencing this great shaking and again a transition faced with two paths we can take this accelerated hellhole that's being pre presented to us or we can take a path a narrow way towards righteousness it's difficult there's obstacles, there's barriers, there's difficulties. But uh, this is a preferred path. Um, 
And of course, our wickedness must be exposed. Wickedness must be exposed for the wickedness that it is so that we can trans, transmit uh, our love frequency <laughs> throughout the earth. Transmit love. Uh, in the scripture says, God is love. We need to exist in love in order for us to thrive and grow. Of course, we have a wicked adversary, unseen wicked adversary. That's before in previous broadcasts, I said there's a war on going on for our soul. <sighs> Early in the broadcast, I mentioned about um, people wanting to be free from spiritual oppression because they face certain things that are unexplainable in our physical reality. We know as believers in Christ that this freedom comes in Christ Jesus. Yeshua Mashiach. It comes through the anointed one, the Messiah. And in scriptures, um, that is our defense. That is our defense against the household of wickedness. Because then we too are made righteous and sanctified in the sight of our Father, Abba. Uh, in scriptures in Isaiah 16, 5, it says, A throne will be set up by grace, by favor, and on it, in the tent of David or David, will sit an honest judge, seeking justice and pursuing righteousness. Who might this be? Who might be this? This is messianic <laughs> prophecy, you can say. But we have a righteous judge who sits at the right hand of the Father until he makes his enemies his footstool. And we are more than conquerors for those who are in Christ Jesus. So the children of God, the children of God who have been born again, have a task, a mission. To be the light and salt of the earth. Now, the Most High can use anybody he wants to. Sometimes uh, man may see or look, when I say man, humanity, may see someone who they think, yeah, that's that's the one. Look at, look at their prestige. Look at the way they talk. Look at the... But we know in scripture that the Most High uses anyone. When I say anyone, I mean anyone. You look at Kepha, Peter. The fisherman, he can use, he uses anyone. David, David, I mean, when Samuel went to go anoint David in scriptures, when he went to anoint David, he's looking at all his brothers, handsome, strong brothers, and here, you know, David is tending the sheep, you know, all that. Him? Oh, oh, yeah, he was anointed, the anointed king. That's who God chose, the unlikely of persons. So what matters is that what I'm trying to get to is sometimes the Lord can use anybody. Look how he used uh, Cyrus to allow the people of the Most High to rebuild the, go back to, uh, and to rebuild the temple. Uh, the Persian king, excuse me, if you're not familiar. The Persian king in scriptures, recorded in scriptures, allowing the people of the Most High to go back and allowed them or gave them permission 
of course this is orchestrated by the Mosai, to go build build the um temple, the second temple. The second temple. Build, build their wall. So I'm just saying that he could use anybody. And this was a Persian king. We have look at Nebuchadnezzar. He was a <laughs> Babylonian king conqueror. And the Most High used him for his will. Okay. So, and he learned, and I did a whole broadcast on I did a broadcast on it before. We talked about Nebuchadnezzar and uh, how the Lord set him straight and, and showed him who was in charge, who was in full and complete control because he lost his ever-loving mind. Right there, he discovered who gave him his intellect in the first place. <laughs> Who only allowed him to chastise his people? The Most High chastise, chastises who he loves, means corrects who he loves. And um, this correction is painful, but it's all part of our sanctification. We come to the, to the Most High. We're, we're, we're shrouded in pride. <laughs> we're, we're just covered in pride. And, and it takes that purging. Through trials and through tests, our faith is strengthened. And then we're able to embark on this journey of life, knowing that we're not alone. When we come to Christ and believe in Christ, we have the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit to guide us, to teach us the wisdom of the Most High God. That, And we have this restored fellowship so we can seek the Most High in prayer, and we can cast our burdens, giving our, our burdens to the Most High. He He carries our burdens. We must remember that. He is our strength when we don't have any left, because we could get weary. We help us help our weary souls with the Word, the Word of God, and especially in these times when we're deeply troubled. I know I do, to see the painful things, the evil, the wickedness, it's just so grievous grievous to your soul but to know there's hope we have a living hope we have a living hope that whether we experience it in this life or see it in this life the most high has already dealt with this the judgment has already been declared he is going to eradicate wickedness off the face of the earth we have treasures forever we have a home and rest in christ jesus we through christ jesus we have rest with our heavenly father we have paradise and until then, we are living our lives here, bearing good fruit and good works and expanding the will and purpose of our Father for our lives. And what is that purpose? He tells us clearly in scriptures that to love the Most High with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Again, love. And I, as mentioned before, love also protects Love also protects, and we see that in Scripture, how the Most High protected his people. So we're born, we become seeds of Abraham. When we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, uh, when I say Savior, I'm what I mean is we were destined <laughs> to be set apart from the Most High because of our sin, disobedience, and by the great mercy of the Most High, he sent his son to deliver us, to redeem us, to restore our birthright, to restore our birthright. And you can read since the beginning how our birthright has been, we forfeited that in sin. 
but restored in Christ Jesus. So with that, uh, we have to be salt and light and bear good fruit and bring light and, and love into the world. As you can see, it's shrouded by darkness and we, we bring the light, we bring the truth. And that's all about bringing the truth. And that's what's going to happen. And that's what's been, let me tell you, that's what's been happening. And that's what's happening now. The truth, the truth. And we know that Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but through him. Uh, but there is a necessity to expose the darkness. We have to look at ugliness right up in the, in the face so we can, we can know it for what it really is. You ever see Scooby-Doo? Um, I, I remember seeing reruns of Scooby-Doo, and then they made some um, modern versions of Scooby-Doo. But in Scooby-Doo, it's a group of young person uh, cartoons, <laughs> um, but they're depicted as young people. They go about, um, and they are like these investigators because they c come across criminality. And so they have to find out who did it, basically. <laughs> they have to find out who did it. And so uh, at the end of each episode, at least the the original, um, at the end of each episode, <laughs> they would they would discover that the person that they thought was the uh, perpetrator, they they would pull off the a mask and it would be it was basically they were imp they were imposter they were an imposter and they pulled off <laughs> the <laughs> pulled off their mask and they were like and you did it you're the imposter you know they would discover the truth anyway what i'm what i'm <laughs> why i bring that up is because um in order to to solve they had to identify who really <laughs> was behind criminality and it's at times it wasn't who you who you thought if you're um a young person maybe you could figure it out um and isn't that with all mis mysteries uh, sometimes there's too much of a, I have a whole, I, I, I don't want to share too much, um, on, on that particular, um, uh, topic. Cause that's a whole nother topic. Cause that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic. But, um, <clears throat> so anyway, what I'm trying to, uh, there was a question asked, like, what, what do you think makes a good politician? And, you know, and, um, you might get, you know, be in certain, uh, circles where you're like, what, what, you know, what do we want, you know, in our particular party? What do we want? A politician. So I'm, I'm just expanding that outside of party lines. You know what? What uh you think makes a good politician? And I'm thinking, you know, well, you know what? The scripture is the best self help book I have ever read in my entire life. It completely changed my life. The scriptures, the Bible, is the best self help book I ever come across. And I said, you know what? I think I read this somewhere in scripture and and Deuteronomy. And when the Most High was speaking to his people uh, and about and when they were appointing judges. And so I was like, you know what? This I, I think this applies to judges because it has to deal with judgment. And I, I'm thinking like having judgment. So it says uh, in chapter 16 in uh, Deuteronomy, the word. So it says, uh, you are to appoint judges and officers for your gates uh, in the cities. Adonai, your Elohim, is giving you tribe by tribe, and they are to judge and uh, the people with righteous judgment. Okay, righteous judgment. Oh, and righteousness comes from the Most High. Okay, that's a good, that's a great 
litmus test. Okay, okay, righteous judgment. All right, so let's get into it. Um, you are not to distort justice or show favoritism or partiality. Oh, that makes sense. You know, like uh, equal justice under the law. Like that's like equal justice under the law. Okay, and you are not to accept a bribe. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, oh, and it tells us why too. It says, uh, you are not to accept a bribe for a gift blinds the eyes of the wise. Wow, you could be wise and then you can also be blinded by gifts and bribes. Okay, and oh, and there's more. Twist the words of even the upright. Oh, wow, twist the words of even the upright. So it can, or twist the words or maybe make you unable to even give words like what is a woman or something like that twist the words of even the upright not to say that this person has taken bribe or anything or gift but i i see here it says twist the words of even the upright so it can end up making you do things that even that you you know is wrong but you want to do right but you end up doing wrong because because of a gift or a bribe got it wow definitely don't want to be that type of judge all right justice only justice justice only justice you must pursue so that you will live and inherit the land adonai your god elohim has given you amen justice only justice and you know what i think that i'm gonna entitle uh (laughs) this broadcast justice only justice amen that's the title of this broadcast justice only justice that's what we want to see that's what the people want that's what the blood crying out from the ground is 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 demanding justice only justice um you could just hear the voice of the children justice only justice crying out um, the past, the present, okay, and the future, crying out to us, justice, only justice, okay, and that's what we are on the path to do, and we can do that together, we can do that together, and like I mentioned before, this respect for sovereignty, national sovereignty, that countries can collaboratively work together bilaterally together and thrive and grow instead of having a centralized global government where they're ruled by secret councils and billionaires and bureaucrats where the people don't have any say and they're stripped of their liberty and freedom that seems wonderful to me that seems like a living hell um and i You can't dish out, like again, you can't dish out wickedness and expect a lovely return, a very utopious style return. I mean, it's not going to end well for the wicked. We see that in scripture. Destruction awaits them. They're elevated only to be destroyed. You know, their momentary, temporary elevation is only so that they're on the path of destruction until they wake up and only the good Lord the, the masterful savior can awaken them sometimes people have to hit rock bottom till they learn to cry out and i mentioned it before about king manasseh when he was uh dethroned because of his wickedness he did evil in the sight of the lord and he was 
he was led away in fishhooks by the Assyrians, utterly embarrassed, and he cried out to the one true living God uh, in repentance and heart, and the Most High, by his mercy, returned Manasseh's uh, kingly estate. But yeah, at other times they were completely wiped off the map. You look at what happened to Ahab and Jezebel, they were just, they were just, you know, trampled on, they were just destroyed. Okay, time's up, and they're just like, your time here in this earthly plane is over. You're done. It's over. So, he's the judge. He, the Most High is the judge. Okay? He's the ruler. He could do whatever he wants to do. And once we learn that, the Most High could do whatever the Most High wants. He is king. He's sovereign ruler over all the earth. We can rest in his righteous judgment his judgment is always righteous and um uh, we don't deserve his mercy <laughs> once we get we don't deserve it get it we don't deserve it we're sinful creatures in need of a savior and he provided that for us so we can have life and life more abundantly and my prayer is that we begin to have life and life more abundantly promoting life promoting family promoting faith promoting a better prosperous productive humanity yeah, not show partiality. Everyone is is important. Everyone is has a role to play in this world, and um, we hope it's for the good. And we we want good to flourish on the on the earth. And there's a certain limit that man has in doing all this. Or when I say man, humanity, there's a certain limit that humanity has in doing all this. There's battles that uh, takes only the most high miraculous power to overcome because humanity, again, has its limits. And uh, there's certain dynamics I don't think many people are aware of when it comes to interdimensional existence of beings. And I mentioned, you know, I, I mentioned... Um, when I say light, I said lightly, or you could say slightly or briefly mention um, the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim, being that's what demons are, and these spirits we can't see, the demonic spirits, and, and the other type of uh, malevolent being, beings. But I don't want to get into all that because that's another completely uh, different uh, type of conversation. And I remember I mentioned in a, a previous just say here the dynamics of what we're facing i mean excuse me this uh earth in this um this field this realm this physical realm is that um <clears throat> we read in scriptures okay yahshua yeshua <laughs> yahusha <laughs> excuse me <laughs> yeah they're, they're the same names though um but yahusha um but joshua we know in scripture joshua uh we see in scripture that uh there was a battle I think I talked about in the previous, when the, the day the sun stood still, I think that's in the collection. But the day the sun stood still, and then we go, I go into it uh, explaining that battle, but uh, they, they were uh, facing, let's just say the people of the Most High were facing an enemy. And on that day, uh, on the uh, recorded uh, of the battle, that more people, their adversaries, they were defeated, more more people were defeated by hailstones <laughs> brought down by the Most High than they themselves. 
So, so uh, it just shows you how the Messiah again and again, and that's not the only battle that he intervened for them and allowed them to be victorious over the uh, nations that were stronger, greater than them, greater and stronger. Uh, we see that with the battle with Gideon, just 300 men, you know. So instances in scripture where there's an imbalance where you think, okay, hands down, <laughs> we are betting on it. You know, this nation is going to look at Egypt. <laughs> That's a prime Mitzarim. Whoa. The people, <laughs> they weren't warriors. <laughs> they were coming at them like, we're bringing you back to captivity. That's it. You're done. We had it. We want you back. Come on. Uh, and the Most High dealt with them. You know, they were drowned in the Red Sea. And the Most High intervened for his people and brought them to safety. And we know there's a whole nother story there. But um, the whining and the complaining and, and all the cycle of whoa, what Moses had to go through. Um, but we see we see that they, they got there eventually. They got there. And then when they got there, they had to, they were warned not to commit idolatry. And that's our warning today, that we don't serve these gods of these tyrants. Um, we put God first. Um, and I said these tyrants, but anyone that wars against the living God, whether it be money or more sadistic, as Satan himself, that we <laughs> don't. We, we, we serve the one true God, the creator of all life, seen and unseen. And that reality of our physical and spiritual realm, once we are aware of that, the dynamics of what we are and who we are, I think we'll be better off in our understanding and growth. So thank you if you listened to this long and uh, shalom to you, peace be unto you, may grace, love, and Peace be upon you in full measure. Thank you and may you have a wonderful day or evening. Keep the faith.